This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What up, y'all? It's Matt and Justin. It's Golden Spaces, an Odyssey original podcast. We're here to talk about the Warriors game last night, the loss to the Phoenix Suns that has left the entire fan base in a meltdown of epic proportions that I am in disagreement with and that they are like fighting with me on since last night, like relentlessly. And if y'all know me, my opinion isn't gonna change. I mean, it can be changed with reason, but I don't think anyone is being reasonable. So therefore you're not gonna change my opinion. So please stop. And also please stop thinking you can tell me what to do with my tweets. Why don't you just not reply? I ignore most of y'all shit. You should ignore me, but If you don't ignore me, don't be shocked when I reply. Okay. Now, we're going to try to have vibes today because that's what we do on this podcast. But y'all are making it very, very, very hard right now. Okay? Anyways, Justin, good morning. How are you? (laughs) Um, It's mad early where I am. I'm still in the Bay. It's 8 o'clock or a little after 8 now. Um, Not as early for you, but what's up? Um, I actually didn't see any of your tweets last night. I don't know if you were tweeting. So I don't know, like, how you felt about the game, the loss. Are you out on the team? Is it all over for you? Um, <laughs> tell me tell me what you saw and what you're thinking. And then I'd like to actually address some of the stuff that I saw from fans last night because I actually thought the players – responded and answered some of the questions which I tweeted but you know people are going to believe what they want to believe anyway so I would like to know what you thought after watching that game yeah um at at a certain point like like right before JP started to like I guess start hit shots and bring it in like I just turned the game off I'm not gonna lie I had an early morning so I had to get up about 5 a.m and at that point it was about midnight for me so um, I figured the game was over, which it was. There was a little fake comeback I see that <laughs> occurred afterwards, but they they dug themselves into too big of a hole. Um, I'm definitely not out on the team. Like that's a bit extreme. I think we're at the midpoint. We're officially at the midpoint of the season, and you know there's plenty of opportunity for them to go on a run and end up somewhere around 50 wins at the end of the season. And if you end up around 50 wins or 
high 40s, then um, and you get to the playoffs relatively healthy, you like your matchups going into the playoffs, then there's no reason to panic. You know, it's just at this point in the season, I think everyone should acknowledge that something has to change, whether it be internally, externally, or both. Something has to change. I do think going into this game, it was it was definitely one of those like trap games. I hate using that term, but it was definitely a trap game where Phoenix is playing with nothing to lose. They just go out there, play as hard as they absolutely can, try to hit as many shots as they can, and they're playing with house money, right? So Golden State comes into the game. Steph is his first game back, so trying to get a rhythm. Um, Wiggins is his second game back, so he's also trying to get a rhythm. Draymond and Looney just don't have legs right now. And Clay had missed his previous game. So he's in a certain in in a certain capacity coming off of not an injury, but something that took him out of the last game. So the starting unit didn't start the game as well as we had hoped. It just looked like they didn't have any legs under him. And for various reasons, that was the case. Um and yeah, I mean, bottom line, it just looks like this team needs to shake it up a little bit as far as just in adding in something different um, in addition to guys just getting legs up under them going forward. I'm so glad that you say that because um, what you said a lot of things. So let me say what I'm glad about um, when you said about Dre and Looney, because Kerr in his pregame um, made it a point. Well, he was asked the question, but he made it a point to say that, He's concerned about Dre and Loon because like Jermichael's been out, um, even Wiseman's been out and just like basically their lack of depth at that position. And so they've been playing a lot and he's just concerned about them in terms of their bodies and how they're feeling and that kind of a thing. Right. Mm. And I say that because it's actually one rare to hear Steve Kerr say things like that. But two, I think it's important because it, it, it still goes to what we were saying in the last episode. Like guys are tired and you don't feel that because you just get like two nights off and, 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 and they should be fine again. And I think the reason I point out the stuff about Dre and Loon, because while yes, sometimes they can like help us with scoring, there are defensive anchors. They're the team's defensive anchors. And in a game last night where they started out slow offensively and their shots weren't falling, and we'll get to that in a second, they needed to play like great defense to get back into that game. And they, they didn't have it. They didn't have it or they, they just, they were not going to dig deep, you know, mm -hmm. to do it. And I, and I tweeted something like this. I was just like, I don't, I really feel like people are overcomplicating this game. Like, the Warriors shots weren't falling earlier. They got into a deficit and they're just not at a place where they're going to dig deep <laughs> to like, you know, try to like do this to get back in the games. Now they did try like, like it started in the third because Jordan started to hit some shots, you know, and then like they, they really, you know, cause I think people think I like, I'm missing the fact that yes, there was a difference in their, intensity level but what I'm disputing and this is a very subtle distinction is this notion that they didn't care they came to the game they didn't care and like all the this is embarrassing 
and and just all of this they deserve all the slander like that shit sounds so stupid to me like i cannot explain how ridiculous it sounds to me when people say that like i'm watching steph in practice and he's missing some shots clearly because of rust and he's visibly frustrated with himself these are these are not the signs of people that don't care about a game steve kerr before the game said um yeah we've lost the last two like this is an important game we need to win Right. Like Clay, like said something too about like, you know, let's start another win streak. That's two in a row. Like they've all talked about it. No one, I've gotten no indication from any player that they don't care, you know? So like, I don't know why the moment they are losing, I'm not saying that they don't need to do things better on the court. I'm saying, why does the initial thought become four-time champions don't care about winning? You know, it's like, can there be other, any other explanation? And can we reasonably talk about that without it being like, they don't care, they're embarrassing. They, you know, it, it just, it's so fucking exhausting. And honestly, it's like, I don't know. It's just a really silly way to me to, to look at things. So that's what I was just like, no, they absolutely care. Um, I'm like, do you guys realize they're working back in three rotation players? Andre Iguodala tweeted he was nervous before his first game back. A champion, four-time champion, a key guy, a finals MVP. And he was nervous before returning. Like, I, I don't understand, like, why people think the Warriors are exempt. I get it. Steph is back. It's Andrew's second game. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, Quick strategic thinking is crucial, and with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown, and through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. But they were working back three rotation players into the lineup. Mm-hmm. That's going to have an impact on the team. It, it, it's 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 not going to flow perfectly, and I don't understand like why that's completely disregarded because it's just the Suns. And the last thing I'll say is I understand that the Suns were missing everybody. I get that. They also lost eight game, six games in a row, whatever it was. They lost mad games in a row, like several. Mm-hmm. And so on the last episode, I had said even if the Warriors went lose the next game. And yes, that was before I knew Steph was coming back, but I knew we'd have Wiggins again. And I said that on here. I said, even if the Warriors lose the next game, I'm not going to care. I knew it was a possibility because one, I knew how desperate the Suns would be. I almost wanted them to win a game before they got to us, right? Um, I knew how desperate they would be. And it's not that I didn't think the Warriors wouldn't care about being down two games, but the Suns are the more desperate team. They are the more desperate team. Whatever people want to say, they're the more desperate team. But I also knew, like, Andrew's trying to get back. People are, like, you know, now they got to, like, refigure out things. Like, I just knew that it wouldn't necessarily be a perfect process. So, yes, it's great to finally have our guys back. But now they got to readjust and reintegrate and get back used to playing with each other. Yeah. And that's that's going to take some time. Down Kaminga, I'm sorry. And still down Kaminga, who actually would have been really helpful in this game. Yeah. Yeah, I think, um, you know, overall, I guess the issue 
that I had with the game in the performance last night was it's just like they, they just didn't seem and I think for the majority of this season it's it's been kind of like this is the case where they're a little bit too reliant on shot making to do the other things that they need to do right. to win games. And that's the most annoying thing. Um, I think ultimately they correct that when it's time, when they, you know, if, I mean, when they get to the playoffs and it's like, all right, we need to win this, whatever the case may be. But it's just like, you want to build those habits throughout the season. You want to establish a baseline of whether we're hitting shots or not, we're still going to, um, crash the glass and not give up 20 plus offensive rebounds. And I think that was more so a product of legs, but um, we're going to play defense. We're not just going to foul and just let guys go by us and stuff like that. Just the little things that have been constant for the Warriors. Every time they've gone to the finals, every time they've won a championship, they set a baseline. It's like, well, Steph might go one for 11 from three, one game, but he's always going to play hard on defense. He's always going to mix it up as far as rebounding. And, you know, do the little things to, to help his team win. Um, and we've been fighting battles for Steph on Twitter this whole time where people would try to bring up his shooting numbers at certain games. And we're like, we act, he actually didn't play that bad because he did all the other things. But as a team, collectively, they just haven't taken on that identity as much as we would like this season. And I think last night um, was kind of like uh, another display of that, um, whether that was because they didn't have legs, you know, getting back in the rhythm um, or they just – didn't take the Suns as seriously, whatever the case may be. That's what it was for the first three and a half quarters of the game. But the thing is, I think the reason why it matters, and I understand that it's hard for people, but like it is disingenuous to be like, it's been like this all season. It hasn't been like this all season. Right. And like you, you do have to break up the different points of the season. There are different factors that exist now than existed in the middle. Well, we're at the midpoint, but like, if you look at this, up to this 41 games and break it down. To me, there's been three different parts of the season. There was up to the road loss, the the, the first road trip where mm-hmm. they went zero and five, right? So that's one part of the season. And they were like trying to develop guys, pushing the Wiseman issue. They were doing that. That ended. They changed up the rotation. And I tweeted this from November 7th until December 4th, almost a month. After that road trip, which was the last game, um, no, no, no. December 4th is when they went on another road trip. And it was right before they went on another road trip, that last game before they went on a road trip, that's when they lost Andrew Wiggins. That was the last full game he played. Then they went on the road trip to Indiana, and they lost Steph in that Indiana game, right? During that period of time, though, before they lost Andrew and Steph, they were 10-4. and They went 10-4. and And they had a top 10 offense and defense. Yeah. Right? And also, like, also in some of those losses, whether people want to remember or not, they sat players. They sat players. They didn't have play on back-to-backs, right? So all of those things happen. So now they're without those guys. They lose some games on the road. They come back home. They stabilize. They win some games. They did what they needed to to win games, right? So when people are like, well, they got into a rhythm. I said, how can they get into a rhythm when their best two players are arguably out? Like, no, like those guys got into a rhythm. They figured out how to win missing pieces. But now they have to do that with everybody coming back in to the lineup. And I I think that matters. So I get it that we're all frustrated. And by the way, Justin, you know me. You know I don't like losing. You know that, right? 
but like we're all frustrated by them losing but it's like it's not a switch it's it's not just going to be like okay now they're going to come back and it's all going to be perfect it's just not going to look like that yeah i agree um i think overall the you navigate these type of situations by establishing that baseline though and i think they just haven't done it consistently enough. Like during that stretch where they won um, 10 out of 14 games. And I think they, they just sat guys for two of those losses or whatever the case may be. Um, they were doing a lot of those things. And then it gets to a point where, okay, Draymond and Looney are carrying a lot of that. And when they don't have it because they're tired, dealing with injuries that they have to play through, whatever the case may be, then it, it really gets tough because, all of our other guys other than maybe Steph who hasn't been there for however many games, they are incredibly reliant on being emotionally invested into the process um, every day. And they, they're emotionally invested into the process um, based on like whether or not they're making shots. And that's just pretty annoying to me. Like we, we watched the game last night from what I saw, Jordan was like, pretty much disengaged until he started making shots. Once he started making shots, then it's like, all right, we're, we're getting back into the game before then guys getting blown by giving up offensive rebounds, um, just poor effort on defense. Like if a guy go by you, I'm just follow him instead. That type of stuff is just like, that can't happen. Um, and then for a lot of the season, you know, clay before he started hitting shots more consistently, everyone, we were just like, like, what's, what's up with clay. He's not defending. He's not doing this. He's not doing that. He's not passing the ball. So I think they got to get out of that that thought process is like if I'm not hitting my threes, then I don't want to do anything else. And that's just that that can't happen. And for this uh the second half of that, it's like they can't be so reliant on three-point shooting as a team. They have to generate more rim touches, more more rim looks. They have to generate more shots inside of the three-point arc that are higher percentage shots because you are a victim of shot variance if you fall into that trap. Um I think they ultimately will do that once, you know, Steph gets his legs under him, Wiggins gets his legs under him. Um, Jordan just has to accept like, and I think he has for the most part this season, like he's, he's taken uh, a lower percentage of threes this season than he has at any other point in his career. Like more shots are coming inside of the arc for him than threes than at any other point in his career. So he's kind of accepting that he's more of a, not a slasher, but like a driver rather than a shooter at this point. Um, he's a good shooter, but he's more of a, he, he mixes it up inside the paint more so than, um, from the three. And I think clay has accepted like his, his cutting and all that type of stuff where he can do with his size, just catching the ball and land it up off a cut. Um, so I think ultimately those two plus Wiggins and Steph are going to start generating more rim looks and just get more high percentage shots. Um, because they need it. Looney and Draymond aren't really the best finishers as is. And then when you add tired legs on top of that, they can't make anything. So um, Kaminga's definitely missed, but they just got to get more rim, rim touches and they got to stop relying on threes and they got to stop relying on shot making to determine how hard they're going to play in other aspects of the game. Yeah, when they when they needed to kind of start playing some defense, I thought it was interesting that, not interesting, I guess it wasn't shocking at all, that Andre was on the court and he was making a difference. Um, I wish he hadn't gotten himself thrown out, but whatever. Um they were really frustrated by calls last night. Constant theme of the season. Um, yeah. But um, I don't blame them for that either. Huh? I don't blame them. 
<laughs> no, I don't either. But when you, when you, I don't blame them for that either. But when you come out the way that you did, Mm -hmm. then it almost seems like you're just whining because you're not getting calls, right? So the appearance yep. doesn't look good, even if some of the 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 frustration is valid, you know? Um, mm -hmm. Because they, they got it to within six, two times within the last few minutes. But, and then also, but that's what happens also when you take so long to kind of like switch that gear because, um, you know, a lot of it was like, but but this is like when you're missing size and the legs matter because a lot of it was like they just couldn't get rebounds. And so like the Suns would take a shot, they wouldn't get the rebound. And then on the second attempt, the Suns would make the basket. So mm -hmm. and then a lot of times, even if they did get a defensive stop, they would come back on the other end and they couldn't they couldn't yeah. score. And, and And a lot of times, a lot of times, right at that point when you're down so big, you do have to make some threes. But some of it too is like, I mean, you saw like Clay missed the free throw last night. Steph missed the free throw last night. Steph missed like a floater right at the rim. We know he has to get back into rhythm. So that's what I'm saying. Like, not everything was just they didn't have the requisite effort. Like, that's not it. Um, but let's break here um, because I want to get into some of the players and like some of the the post game commentary. I thought a lot of it was like really interesting. Um, and that a lot was said if people like kind of lose the anger and we're like listening and paying attention. So let's break here and then we can uh, come back to that. It's Golden Spaces, an Odyssey original podcast. You're tuning in with Justin and Nat. We'll be right back. 